Well, Happy New Year, everyone. My name is Natalie Francis Clark, and welcome to another episode of Pause Reset Brunch. My guest today is Marcella Jermaine Lee. Marcella is from the beautiful, resilient island of Montserrat. She resides in London, United Kingdom, where she is an educator. She migrated to London during the height of the volcanic activities in the mid-late 90s. MJ prides herself as a daughter, sister, friend, and influencer of positive vibes. Sorry about that. She is the owner of MJ Promotions Limited, where she combines her love for music and creating events. Her most popular event, Low, Love Over War has turned into a movement which spreads the good news that love should conquer all. I am honored to introduce to you, MJ. Hey, hello. MJ. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, girl. When I listened to that intro, it gave me goosebumps. I was like, is she talking about me? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh. You made it sound so, this is some, um, this is, ah, oh, you just, you made it sound so lovely. But yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was like, ooh. It was only bumps. facts. It was only facts. <laughs> well, oh. it's, it's only facts. So, <laughs> so I just, so I just want to say, so right now, um, you know, I'm, I, I always like to start off by saying what I'm doing at this moment. So I'm mm-hmm. actually having a a glass of sparkling water and whoa and I actually have some blueberries and strawberries I'm trying to I'm trying to be semi <laughs> I'm trying to be semi healthy healthy for the, for, the, the, for the new year from all okay. the black black cake and coconut tart I had over the holidays <laughs> girl I can't stop drinking sorrel that, that's my thing I just can't stop drinking sorrel I'm oh, sorrel and sorrel and sorrel I'm thinking is this sorrel not gonna finish I need to stop drinking sorrel now um <laughs> you know it's it's the new year and you know um you it's detox time but um I'm I'm having water so um yeah we're on the same path in terms of keeping it healthy for the new year all right all right so um... I am and I need to say how honored I am to be here with you um you know today um I feel quite honored Natalie <laughs> no trust me it's a it's it's an honor that you know that you accepted and um I just want to let the audience know there's also a five-hour difference be- between us so yeah mm-hmm. you know, where is noon over there it's um was a five a little bit after five over there as well right mm-hmm. yeah so um trust me you know, I'm, I'm truly honored. And so, all right. So we're just going to get right into it. Um, yes, let's go. <laughs> so MJ, you left Montserrat during the craziness of the whole volcanic eruption and so forth. Mm-hmm. How was mm-hmm. that leaving? Not because it was your desire to leave, but because of the circumstances. How, how, how was that? Um, it was quite difficult because when I, even though I had family in the UK at that point, when I left, I was about the age of 16. 
Um, and um, it was only myself, um, my younger brother and my older brother. So we left mom um, in Montserrat. So you know how that is, the attachment of your mother, the person that, you know, has been raising you all your life. And you've got to go to the, you know, to the UK to, to live with family. Um, it was quite difficult leaving all, you know, your friends um, because I, I left really, really early. Mm-hmm. Um, much people weren't leaving in, in, in that time. Um, I left um, 96, I think it was. Okay. Um, yeah, I left 96 when, you know, uh, even though the, you know, the volcanic eruptions was happening, much people weren't leaving in that time, you know, just a few. Um, it's more, most people that I know left 97 or 98 um I left quite quite early so it was you know the the whole transition of leaving your family a beautiful Caribbean island and I came in the height of snow cold girl you know it was it was it was difficult it was it was and and all obviously the trauma of um what was happening at that time Mm -hmm. you know you did you didn't know whether you know, your family or friends, you know, they were going through a difficult time. You were seeing that, that eruption, that, that boy, that mountain, I tell you, it's caused a lot of damage in that, you know, around that time. And you're seeing it right there in front of you, um, all the activities, time over time, you just, it's a feel, you know? So it was a difficult time um, moving to the UK. And as I said, I've just I keep every time I think about it the tender tender age of 16 you know mm-hmm. um having to start all over again in regards to you know making new friends starting a new school you know that that was well I had just graduated secondary school in Montserrat mm-hmm. um and I I um I started um sixth form when I got here but it took I think about a month or so before I um I got into a school um but yeah that Natalie just thinking about it just just you know just thinking about it right now Mm -hmm. um it's 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 time has passed it's it's it, it seems a long time but it brings back so much you know good memories and bad memories you know from that time I I know I've lived in the U.S. for from the time I was a, a little child so I left Montana mm-hmm. at the at a young age five years old right mm-hmm. so uh, living in America you know I saw a lot of things um, subtle racism living in yeah. the northern part of the U.S. different types mm-hmm. of you know prejudice because at the end of the day, I am a Caribbean woman, right? No matter. Come on, no come on. What, right? So, yep, all through and through. <laughs> so, so you you experience, you know, things like that. Yes. Now, like I said, that was age five and 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 up. Now you you arrive into the UK at the age of sixteen. You know, yes. we we know the, we know the mind of the sixteen year old. You know, somehow yes. we, we we think we we we're grown, but we're really not. But, no. um, 
but, but what were your experiences? Did you experience um, racism? Did you experience, um, you know, just hmm. bad vibes, bad feelings? How was the, the, the treatment? I, I, I will be honest. It wasn't until um, the documentary that came out it was on Amazon Prime and I, mm. for the life of me, I can't remember right now, but it exposed a lot of the different racism <laughs> that, that Caribbeans went through. Um, mm-hmm. So how was that? Did you experience that? <laughs> what was that? What was that like? Most, most definitely. You know something? As you just asked me that question, um, I must ask my older brother if we've ever had a conversation about this. Uh I remembered that when we got into the UK Uh um, at that time, it's funny because then they had classified us um, under asylum seekers. Wow. When we first came. Yeah. Yeah. When we first came, mm-hmm. even though we were British dependent territory, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that wasn't supposed to happen, but it did happen then that wasn't supposed to happen. It did. it, But it did happen. Um, I think, um, you know, after a period of time, and you know um as things change and obviously you know there's a lot of politics um going on around that time and um that that was easily cleared up um after that that you know that shouldn't you know the people that came from Montserrat to the UK should not be under that you know, classified as asylum asylum seekers at that time, but it happened Mm -hmm. and it happened and you can't take away the feeling that that you had at that time or they made you had at that time. You just can't take that away, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, you're coming here because, you know, we were fortunate enough because it's it's not everybody that was fortunate at that time to fly and come to the UK. You know, we were fortunate enough, we had family here. So, you know, we came here to be with our family and, you know, to continue our education. And um, until our mom come, um, come over, or it might be a situation we're all hoping and crossing our fingers and toes, all hoping that the volcano would just go back to calm and we'll just go back home. You know, we always wanted that. You know, we didn't, at that time, you didn't see as a, a permanent move, you know? It's, it's just that, okay, you know, you're going to go and stay. It's like a little, you know, long holiday. You're going to mm-hmm. go and stay with your family in the UK, um, you know, whilst mom work and she doesn't have to think about us you know, her children while she is, you know, working and everything and trying to move, you know, back and forth from town to the northern side of the island every time there's an eruption. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, we came to continue our, 
you know, we came over to, to continue our education and, and, and until the dust settled, really. But that didn't happen, right. <laughs> you know. But um, further to that, um, I think there's different types of racism. I always say this to people, they, they you know, um, It wasn't easy um, living in the UK. Um, well, for me, at the age of 16, being West Indian, you know, you, you go to school, people make fun of your accent, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's, it's, it, it was difficult then, you know, uh, you know, people hear where you're coming from, you know. Natalie, we could always laugh about this. You know, most times when people have conversations with us, people say, oh, you're from a small island. You know, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. You know, we take pride in, in our small island right, that we are, right. we are from. But people make fun of it, you know. And as a 16-year-old, um, you take it personal because that's all you knew even though you you go and visit your family you have little holidays where you, where you know I remember when I was younger you know I went to America I came to England you know as a child but as you get older at the age of 16 and you hear people making fun of you and making fun of you know the way you dress or making fun of the way you speak it, 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 it kind of cuts deep and that happened you know you, you, you can't you can't run away that happened and um, it took a while from you know going to school it took a while and then you're homesick eh? don't remember you don't forget that you're homesick you're in a strange country it's cold it's snowing you're homesick you know, you, you write, you sit down and you write lots of letters to your friend and hope that, you know, you'll be able to, to, to get a stamp to, to, to send the letter home, you know, to your friends. So you tell them that you miss them or and that sort of thing. But you, you, it's, a, it's a situation where you're lots of emotions you're going through, you start a school, you don't want to go to a school. I, I, in, listen, in Montserrat growing up, you go to school, you have an argument um, with a friend, um, you know, somebody throws a stone on you and you throw it back. <laughs> or you know you have you know that you know what I mean, <laughs> right, right, right? You know you know you know I mean you have a little cut eye you know oh she's not talking me to me today talking to me today she cut your eye or a little falling out in the playground or some kind of little you know tomorrow we good you know mm -hmm. I came to a country that that is not how it works. <laughs> when these girls have beef it's it's real beef you know I remember clearly seeing a girl pulling a knife on another girl I remember going home and saying to my aunt I ain't going back to that school 
<laughs> I'm going back to school. You you need to call my mom and tell her I am not going back to school. Send a plane ticket. I'm going back to Montserrat because <laughs> that scared me. We don't fight like that. We don't fight like that in Montserrat. We don't. We the small island that they're making fun of. I'm like, what? This is serious. This happened in a classroom. Wow. You know. So. All the different, you know, yeah, listen, you're in a new country, it's freezing cold, you're wearing layers of clothes when before you could have just wear one, a little school shirt and a nice, you know, your school skirt and, you know, you're the hottest thing ever in your uniform <laughs> and now I got to wear a jeans, a leggings, a tights, um, a top, a vest, a long sleeve underneath, a coat. Because no matter how much clothes I I put on, I wasn't climatizing. Mm-hmm. I was just cold. You know, you just thinking I'm cold. You know, you know. Yes, you like to see snow. It's beautiful, but you're cold. Right. You know, you, you gotta stand up, stand up at a bus stop and wait for the bus to come to get home and that kind of thing. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. It was different. You know, and um, you know, seeing all those things that, you know, the schools are different. Uh, you know, as I said, you know, girls, because actually the sixth form that I went was a girls school. Okay. Um and um it was a, a girls school as a sixth form. And I'm telling you <laughs> you learn that girls have beef with other girls and it's serious. It's, 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 you almost, you're in the middle. So new girl. So which side are you going to be on? <laughs> what? Which side? I'm not even your friend. <laughs> you know that kind of, <laughs> which side I'm going to be on? You know what I mean? I'm not even your friend. You don't like the foreign accent. You don't like the way I dress. You don't like the way I speak. You want me to pick sides? Come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. I said to my aunt, I ain't going back. You, you, need, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's, you know, these two sides, because obviously, you know, one friendship group and another friendship group, there's no in between. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no in between. No, 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 no. These things don't happen in Montserrat, my small island. You know, understand what I'm saying? Two girls have a little argument about a boy that they like, and that's that. Tomorrow we're all one happy family, you know, and we make sit down and make jokes about it. It's not that serious. You, it's not, it's never been that serious. You maybe have a falling out for two days, if that much. Mm-hmm. you know we when growing up you know we used to fight we all used to fight we used to have you know arguments and stuff it, it, it's never it was never like that that you have to pick sides and as I grew up and time and time you realize there's a lot into it because uh, you know that you know turf war and all that nonsense you know mm-hmm. so Thank God for the, for, you know, my family, the way in which I was raised and um, how confident I was in myself Mm -hmm. um, because it was, it was very easy to get caught up in that kind of 
um, lifestyle, that life choosing sides and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I could have, I could have chose a side. I thought, I'm, I'm the new girl. Choose a side. They don't even like me. How, how I'm gonna? They don't like the new girl. You know. <laughs> The girl with the foreign accent. How am I going to choose this? What? How do I know you have my back? No, 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 no. New girl don't want to be on no side. You know, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's a good thing that I had my head on my shoulder and, and carried through um, the two years in sixth form and, um, you know, carried on and and found a part-time job and okay, you know okay okay you know because and you know every, where I was getting to because not everybody transitioned um well as you did and <laughs> obviously you're it was difficult Natalie it was it was very 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 difficult it was difficult and I think it would have been easier um if I had more friends I I you know um okay I remember throughout the time um another girl started and she was Bayesian and so we clicked right away we clicked Mm -hmm. and there was another girl she (laughs) she we're still friends now up to now and she was Lucian but when I started um I think she had some argument and they had suspended her. So she wasn't there when I started for the first few months. So when I, when she came back or when she decided to come, cause she was a girl that she's the bunk school anyway. Um, when she came back um, from wherever and whatever, when she came back to school and she's like, Oh, two new girls. And then ooh, she heard a Caribbean accent. Bam. All three of us, we would eat lunch, chill together and everything, you know, and it, it, I felt more comfortable within myself to continue school. Because remember I said to my aunt, I want my ticket to go back to my you know. <laughs> and I was, and I was, and I was dead serious. So let me ask you this, with all this that happened in school, what made you decide to be an educator today? Well, I tell you something, growing up, you know, Natalie, my mom used to say education is the key Mm -hmm. to everything, you know, and (laughs) funny you ask me that question, you know, that why, Natalie, you know, I asked myself that question too, why am I in education now? Because in the beginning, that's not, that wasn't my journey. Mm. That wasn't my journey. When I finished sixth one, I went to university. I studied business and travel management. Oh. Yeah, actually, hold on. Let's go again. Business and travel and tourism management. That's what I studied. I had, I, I, I studied, uh, you know, I did a joint degree. And I came out of university it took some time and uh, you know you know the difficulty of of finding a job in your field it was very difficult um I remember going for jobs and just wasn't successful because at that time you know they keep asking for experience Mm -hmm. 
which they still and, do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how could you come out of university and have experience? What are you talking about? You know, I didn't take a, a gap year to, to gain experience. It was, you know, it was a straight degree. I, I did my full years of studying. And um, anyway, I used to do voluntary work. Um, I was working part-time in retail and, you know, because that was happening whilst I was in uni. I had my part-time job where I used to work on weekends. And um, as time passed, I was doing voluntary work with young people. And then, um, and then a friend said to me, because I was doing the voluntary work, he said to me, oh, because of your experience in working with young people, me being young myself, but younger, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, young people, um, they're looking for people to um, help and support young offenders. It's like, okay, you know. Yeah. That's okay, because remember, I'm doing the voluntary work already, you know, Natalie, I'm in the community, my, 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 my voluntary work was already in the community, um, supporting and helping young people with their homework and everything. Mm-hmm. Remember, I finished university, I'm looking for work, I'm doing little voluntary work in the community, you know, so my friend knew that. So then um, this program at that time, there was this program for people to come and um, help young people in the community that are young offenders. From the age of 12 to 13, there were young offenders. Mm. So I was like, oh, this sounds very interesting. And guess what? You get to go to these workshops, you get certificates. I'm thinking, okay, this is something that, you know, I'm just thinking about my CV. Because, you know, when you come to university, all you're thinking about is to enhance your CV, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm thinking, okay, yes. Other than the voluntary work I do, this is something. Hmm. So I did it. Um, I got paid for doing it. And I got into it. And after doing it for a few years, I was like, whoa. I think I, you know, my thought process was I need to find out what was going on with young people while why I was having to work with so much young young people that was you know offending in the community that was you know stealing and and getting themselves caught up mm-hmm. that I am going to support and represent them because most of them I used to go to court you remember they're young offenders and they and you got to go to court and represent them because you're working with them in the, the community. So I used to go to court with these as their youth worker and go to court with them and talk about the work that you're doing with them um, whilst they're on probation and that sort of thing. And Natalie, so I did that one year past, two year past, three year past. No, 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 no. What's going on here? What's happening? This this degree that you go to university to study, not getting no, you know, you know, you just start to think, what, what's happening here? So anyway, I decided to go and work for a school, and um, I 
my aunt actually was working as a TA for a school. I spoke to her and she supported me. And um, I went to work for the school that she was working for as uh, a teaching assistant. And <clears throat> when I had my interview, the um, she was the vice principal at that time. She said, um, you've got a degree. I think you should, you know, consider or think, you know, think about it, about teaching. You know, we can support and help you here with the, um, you know, the teacher training. You know, see how it goes. She said, after six months, we will review, which would be your probation period. And then if you're interested, I'm quite, she's quite happy to support me with that. After six months, Natalie, I thought to myself, mm -mm, no, so <laughs> I don't want to teach. <laughs> no, so, mm -mm. no, no. What is this? I don't want to teach. No, 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 no. This looked like chaos, boy. Too much work. And um, I thought I wanted to go back into supporting and mentoring young people to not get to the point because I thought to myself okay so you've worked in the community for a few years with young offenders I have the tools to support and help them of what's actually happening out there on the street I can tell you what's happening in the street you think it's okay to steal and and burgle people's houses do you know what's going to what's the because what's the thought process for that what's happening behind of all of that do you think do you think you know so I started to coach young people I started to mentor young people and tell them this is what would happen if you did that so they had a mentoring department in the school that I was working for I started to work for them because obviously I've got the experience mm -hmm. and everything because I girl made up her mind she's not doing no teacher training so um, the job became available. I applied for it and I got the job. And it just continued for years after years after years. And then I thought, okay, this has to be your calling because nothing, years are passing. And I'm working in education. Years are passing. And I'm like, okay. You know what they say, you know, something, there's something about this is this has, has to be a calling. You know, um, I was a bit upset with myself. There were times when I was upset myself because I'm thinking you went to university for four years. And girl, what what you doing? That's not what you wanted to do. You You want to own your own business. You want to work in travel and tourism. You want to go back to Montserrat. Don't recover. Ain't forgetting Montserrat, you know. Mm -hmm. I still had that in my head that I am going to go back to Montserrat. Actually, at one point when I was job hunting, I did um, look at um, jobs in Montserrat. I think if I could remember well, there was something to do with um, tourism officer or tourism assistant or something like that. I remember seeing uh, a job and position and I, I don't even remember the the reason behind uh, why I didn't apply but there was there was some kind of reason behind it that I didn't um, apply at the time um, but I did look into it when I was job hunting there and then Natalie 
look, years are passing, years are passing. Um, I'm doing all of these trainings and um, I've gone back to university. I went back to university and I, because obviously you're in a field, you've got to go and Perfect. My mom used to set your skills or what you're doing. Come on. And I, re- I remember what I tell you. My mom used to always say, education is the key to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you go and enhance your education. Every opportunity you get, you go. My mom used to always say, every opportunity you get, you go. You learn something, you know, open up. Open up and, and, and open up yourself to learn something new so I thought to myself you know what so I, I went and I um I went and study again <laughs> one year two year three years I think yep and um yeah I, gosh I did my master's and um and this is where I am now still am in education, every day I say I'm going to give it up. I'm like, oh, I had enough. Uh, okay, I'll stop at 40. <laughs> stop at 40. But it never happens because, you know, I always say to people, you know, um, a nurse doesn't become a nurse if they don't enjoy what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in education. You don't work with children if you don't enjoy speaking to children or working, you know, with young people. You, you know, if you, if you don't have a passion to do it, you won't do it. Trust me. Nobody that don't like to work with children will work with children. A lot of people say to me, I don't know how you do it. I, do, I just don't know how you do it. So you say to yourself, there must be something in you that you enjoy. There's something, there's a fire in it. You mm-hmm. hear what I said to you that I'm going to finish at 40. I'm going to, this is it. I'm going to look for another job. I'm going to find a desk job. Every day I tell myself that where? Uh, it it looks like it's until I all and gray. <laughs> because you love it. <laughs> because you love it. You love what you're doing. And it's, it's that sense of giving back. You know, and and always wanting to, you know, um, what you've learned, you want to to pass on. And I think I think young people need us, you know. And I I always tell myself, you know, even every time I say, okay, I'm done with this, I, I say, no, no, young, they need me. <laughs> I tell them, they need me. They they need me. They need guidance. They need the old school. We give up, you know. But mm-hmm. these young people need the old school. They do need us. Because you know, you know, the old school. You know, the thing is, um, I always say sometimes I wish I could grasp that passion I had when I was in undergrad and you know I was fresh out of school like I felt like mm-hmm. I could take on the world but then girl responsibilities, <laughs> responsibilities came mortgage happened mm-hmm. this happened and mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean um mm-hmm. I'm slowly trying to get there to to think of passion um so you know I, I'm I'm still I'm still growing up too <laughs> you know, I know girl I know don't worry I, I, I know I know, I know, I know, I know. 
I so, definitely know. So, so let's get into um, your business now. So you have MJ Promotions Limited, right? And of right. course, you know, the, 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 the famous is <laughs> low, which is mm-hmm. love over war. Okay. It's called mm-hmm. low people love over war. Mm-hmm. Now, Come on now. <laughs> please explain <laughs> how, um, you know, how this, how this came about. I, I know you have a, a uh, love for, for music, you know. Oh and, my God. And, and how, so how, how did this baby come up? Because like I said, oh, it's, it's like a movement. Mm, I, I, mm, see, I see the shirts. <laughs> I see mm-hmm. the, I think it was 2019. You had a great, is it the Great Gatsby theme or something like that? Oh, Natalie! Wow, I, I, you you got the themes. I don't even remember that, what year okay. was what theme. But let me explain but yeah, to you. That, the, yeah, the that fact, one. That one was hot. That the one was fact hot. that the <laughs> fact that I said, "Oh my God!" People understood the assignment and did it. They did. I, they and I will tell you something, Natalie. I will tell you something. Every time I decide what I'm going to do Mm -hmm. I'm like these people are gonna give they're gonna get on my nerves they're not gonna know what to do they're gonna moan I'm gonna get phone calls every single time I I moan or you know you ask my closest friends I tell you this girl she she, I have heart palpitations I'm like oh lord have mercy they're gonna just stress me out where you going with that you know you know how we are you know how we we all go with that team but yeah i'll tell you something in the beginning it was difficult Mm -hmm. because you know i've done i've done all white you know the standard Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. the all white um let me tell you what made me felt like i could that filtering when I did the masquerade ball mm-hmm. I did a masquerade ball some people forced for it some people weren't mm-hmm. but majority was for it mm-hmm. the men no, they when they when, when they hear this interview they're gonna lie yes MJ <laughs> the men right men are so difficult to take on dress code but when I saw that there were so many men that came out in their masks I was like Marcella you need to carry on you need to keep just drop it on them they're getting there you're getting what you want you're getting the responses that you want and I never you know I so I you know I the masquerade ball and all these I can't even remember some of the ones oh yes I did black and gold um they took that on you know but those were the days before because I was trickling them in oh white black and gold these are standard things but then when you start going you, you start lifting the level Mm-hmm. where you start telling them now, this is what we got to do. So the Gatsby, <laughs> yeah. Because um, Great Gatsby, that's one of my favorite books. So that's why I, yeah. think I remember that. I, I love that book. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I, I was impressed. And... Um, 
because it you know something things like this it's not easy for for our community to take on things like this it's not easy because you know how we are i'm from the caribbean we've said that we're from montreal we're caribbean people we say we are caribbean girls natalie put on a slippers and a piece of jeans pants and a t-shirt and we're good Mm -hmm. you know you know that right you know this is how we we are in the caribbean we we put on our slippers and our t-shirt and our jeans pants or our shorts and we go down by the beachside and have a drink and chill out that's the line right that's how we are and I'll tell you something, before we got to Lao, and, 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 and that's, and I was just going to strip it back before when you start talking about Lao, before I started Lao, I used to have events in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, and um, some was themed, some, I remember having green and white, St. Patrick's, it was a St. Patrick's theme, it was my birthday, that kind of thing, because my birthday is around St. Patrick's. And, you know, our people, they, they, everybody, Montrachians, our people love the green and white. You know, St. Patrick's time, we're going to represent. Mm-hmm. And, and just to uh, let the audience know, St. Patrick's is a, is a holiday in Montreal. It's, okay, it's like it a, is. Yeah, it's a, 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 a lot of meaning, but that's, that, that's a different time. We'll <laughs> we can hit that on another yeah, yeah, on another day. That's yeah, all yeah, yeah. that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but yes, um, you know, so back then, um, even though you know I I I did you know I did events, but it was not as themed at the level of the theme, because there's levels to this. You know, mm-hmm. because only today, actually, Natalie, I don't even know this. There's some kind of something in, in, in the water here because only earlier before um, um, we'd be messaging each other, I, um, I don't know what happened. I was sitting on the sofa and I, and I messaged my designer, my flyer designer, and I said to him, I have a big idea and I need you to execute it. And you know, I, I needed to execute it. Something just came over me. I don't know what. I was just sitting in the sofa. Mm-hmm. Something came and I was like, I think I'm ready. And I was saying to, I've been saying to friends that um, that um, 2022, you know, there's so much that went on in 2020, you know, 2021. But I was like, 2022. We, we, we got to bring it back. And um, this one has been on hold for two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it needs to be done. It needs to be done. And this particular one needs to be done. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you something about Lao. Every time I do a Lao, I always know what the next one is. So I'm always mentally two years ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I already know what, <laughs> well, what was supposed to be 2020. I already knew in 2019 what 2020 and 2021 was. So let me ask you this. What made you choose that name, Love Over War? So as I said, I, I used to have lots of different events. I used to call them all sorts of different names, mm-hmm. rollout, Saturday, this, that, third, all kind of different names. And um, I was reasoning years ago 
um, after I had that green, I think it was when I had that green and white one. I don't remember what year it was. Um, why do I want to think it's 2014, 2015, somewhere around there? But I, I had a green and white and um, I was having a conversation. It went very well, that green and white one. It went very well. Um, and um, I was having a conversation with with uh, uh, a Rastafarian brethren of mine's. And we were reasoning. I, I would all, you know, I, I never, ever, ever forget this conversation. I will never forget this conversation. And I said to him, you know what? I, he said, oh, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, you know, I'm brainstorming a name. I need a name. I need to stop changing every dance I have. I'm calling them different names. I need a name that I want to stick with me all the way. No matter what, I want it to stick with me. And, you know, we were brainstorming names and and somehow in us having conversation about the name and we brainstorming, you know, the two of us and whatever it is, love must be in this. And we talking and, you know... And I, he said, oh, something, something about, you know, you just constant, you just don't want one head and, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we, you know, we're talking, we're brain. <laughs> you know, he's talking to me. He's a really very, very, very good friend of mine. And we're talking and somewhere along the line, whilst we were talking, we were talking about love. And then we were talking about war. Next thing, bam, it came right there and then. Mm. We worked it out. That didn't bring love. It just brought love over war. Throughout the years, as we had love over war, love over war, everybody knew love over war, getting to know the name. The, the designer then, very good friend of mine, and i got to shout him up, Verlin Dublin. He used to do my flyers in the beginning. He, uh, he's just, uh, he's such a legend. Um, I said to him, I really... I need to do something about this love of a war name. I'm, I'm thinking that it's getting, to, I need trend. I think it need, it's getting long. When I read it, it's too long on the flyer. And, you know, you would think that I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I am very easygoing or whatever, but my head's going all over the place. Many I'm mm-hmm. talking and I'm like, no, 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 no. We need some, we need, we need to cut down them letters on the flyer. The flyer just, <laughs> this is me talking to him. And I said, let's abbreviate it. And that was Lao. Mm. I said, let's abbreviate it. And that's Lao. Because it's we're writing every if we go back, if I show you flyers from when we first started, it, it, it would read this long word, love of a war, love of a war, all over the place. Oh, don't worry. It's 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 you know, it's it's powerful. It's, it did what it did, and it's still doing what I've always wanted to do for people to get the effect out of it, mm-hmm. that people to understand that it's so easy for us to just war with each other. I, I, you remember you say that when we were younger, you know, in those 20s, we feel like we could save the world. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I, I think I was going through a, a, a period of that at that point that, you know, imagine I'm working with all these young people. I'm seeing them fighting with each other, with each other and this and that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to build my business in my head. Um, I still want to have my events and everything is going on. And remember, I feel like I could save the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling that, you know, we need to live in more love. And, you know, those times I, you know, I started to grow my, my, my locks, my crown, you know. So that's another thing, you know. You just want people to live in love. Mm-hmm. And... Yes, there we go. Here we here we are. You know, here we are with Love of a War, with Lao, and um and I one of my main aims was always for not only Lao to be to the events, because you know. I always want my events to be classy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem with jeans and t-shirt, but I just felt like we can be classy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I, 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 okay, let me, let me think about what I'm going to say here. <laughs> I like to see, <laughs> I like to see well-dressed, men and women I was just about to say I like to see well-dressed men that's why I have to say think about what I'm saying but I like to see well-dressed <laughs> my mind thinking Marcel what are you doing what are you saying but I like to you know I like to see well-dressed men and women I like to see women dressed Natalie I would see you I asked oh Natalie I like that number I love it yeah I love uh you know um I love that number and also I have that retail background over the years too where you see top lines of clothes and stuff I you know I grew up with a family a grandmother you know you know um that you know when my grandmother used to go to church Natalie nobody can touch her you know she had them shoes and the bag and the dress and the hat to match mm-hmm. you know and you know just that that whole thing growing up well even though I said that yeah, when we go into the lime or we go into hangout, we wear our jeans and t-shirt. But when you, you know, when they say when you're going out, you wear your son the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost bringing back that kind of feel that when you're going out, you're gonna wear your best. You're gonna come out your best. We, you know, and that's the whole classy idea. And then now, as I said, I bring it up a level over the years. I've brought it up a level by doing um a little bit more classy bringing the class into it and have it the classes theme class you know um I try to 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 stay away from that kind of kings and queens kind of thing we are kings and queens we know it we we are Mm -hmm. you know that that's not a doubt but kings and queens is 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 the norm let's let's carry up a notch mm-hmm. let's 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 bring out the rooted you know as you say about the great Gatsby you know that's that was even when I you know when I I remember when I decided that this that was what we were going to do I remember doing a lot of research behind it 
And I had so many friends that was so excited. You know, one of my friends said, I'm going to wear a pearl, you know, a pearl necklace. You know, she was so excited. You know, so and a lot of people took it very, very, very serious. That that mm. theme was they took yeah, it. Yeah, they took very that serious. time period serious. But yeah. But let's get into another question. So no with, problem, with, with, Let's go with with new beginnings. Okay, so mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. advice would you give to someone who had to start fresh? Ooh, Woo, that's a question. <laughs> Go ahead, take a sip of your water. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I should let 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 me let me let me let me sip it. This. Hmm. I would say that no matter what it is you want to achieve in life, go for it. Take away the 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 fears and just put your best foot forward. And continue to tell yourself that you can do it. Motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. Because there are times when lots of people felt that, you know, I, I what I do, Natalie, I channel out the noise. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I channel out the noise because there were a lot of people that didn't believe in me, that didn't like what I've lost lots of friends along the way that didn't believe in what I was doing, didn't like what I was doing. I've heard the comments, you know, don't like this dress up kind of thing, theme thing that believe in what you're doing and just keep pushing on. Because guess what? You talked about the lower apparel. I didn't know that I was going to, you know, get to this point. You know, uh, a friend of mine, just having a conversation and and him recognizing the years that law has been around and we were talking about you know souvenirs and stuff of law and he came and surprised me with you know law apparel that at the at the event and he said this from the conversation we had this you know, this is where this, I think, you know, where she, this is the direction you should be going. And, and I respect that. And I continue to, re- he's actually my printer. You know, I continue to respect that because, you know, just like conversations that you and I have had, there are people out there that respect what you're doing or in the background and see what you're doing and respect you for what you do and will will be your your support line you know will be there in the background happy to cheer you on happy to pull you along even when you don't even ask for for help and support 
So, and that's why you just can't stop. You have to motivate yourself and channel out the noise and just keep going. And that's what I had to do. As I, I talk about being in education, but along, along with being in education, I still continued things that I wanted to do for myself, building my business, continue to be a promoter and making sure that, because there are promoters, you know, there's lots of promoters, but I do, I make sure I have my, 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 my thing. I have my whole thing put together legally and registered yes. my business and make yes. you understand yes. that you're on the, you know, you, there is no way that you will come to a I say loud and proud. You will never come to a low event and you will hear that allow events is shut down. I've been there. I've been there before it wasn't low. I've been there before it wasn't a registered business. I've been there. I've been there. That's a whole different topic. Now, we ain't going to go there. But, you know, I've been there. You understand? And I just getting things to the, you know, right and putting things right and doing things the way in which you want things to be, the right way where you think things should be, you never stop doing what you're doing. And I just continue to do what I'm doing. The, the, my support network is strong. That even though you have the bad noise and those are the ones that you channel out, trust me, the good noise is amazing. You know, the cheerleaders are amazing. My, my family support, you know, all of them might not believe in what I'm doing, but the ones that do, they support. They keep me grounded. And and with 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 doing with running a business, um, you gotta keep grounded. With running a business, the kind of business that I have, and working in the field that I'm working, you've got to stay grounded. Because you 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 know you 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 have to be careful. You can't show two sides of a coin. You got to be careful. I can't be telling young people this and doing this. You understand? So you got to, so and, and to this be, is. It's like, it's like, it's some type of alignment, you know? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of thought that, you know, put into a lot of things that, that goes on in, and in, in my life and, and, and the business and everything. Um, and yeah. That that is, you know, I would always say to people, just you know, to anyone, just go for what you want to go for, and never stop, you know, and don't don't worry about the naysayers and what people have to say, you know. I was speaking to my goddaughter the other day, and she messaged me and said about her vision board. I said, "Oh, I, I just sat up in my chair, like, oh, come on, let's go." She said, "I know you've been telling me about my vision board." Um, but I decided I needed to start it. And that got me so excited. She made my whole day, my week, uh, my week everything, you know? And I said to her, when I finish mines, because I'm not finished mines, I said, so when I finish mines, I'm going to send you mines. And she said, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I said, okay. You know, because, it, and, and, and she's a young lady that I, I always, and I'm all my godchildren, I pride myself that I want my godchildren to look up to me in a way that they can see and say, yeah, you know, 
uh, um, she taught us well. She taught us how to be confident and 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 go for what all the things that we want in life. Because my mother used to say that to me all the time: "Go for what you want in life. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid." You know. So I would always say that to people: "Go for what you want." It will not have. And, and, and listen, when you listen to this podcast, people, please don't think that life was a bed of roses. It has not been. You know, you heard about my trauma. You heard about my life. You heard about how I grew up. It has not been, you know, a bunch of roses. It hasn't. There's been so much stumbling blocks along the way, mm-hmm. you know, to get allowed to where it is. And I still don't feel it's at where I want it to be, but I don't give up on it. I still have faith. I still push through, you know, there's things that people say to me, oh, how come Lao doesn't have this and how Lao doesn't have it? And the race is not for the swift. Tell them. I take, tell, tell them. <laughs> you know, the race is not for the swift. I take things in strides. I don't worry and, and stress and think about, oh, you know, my friend's business has this. Why doesn't my business have that? Uh-uh. No, it will happen because everything has its calling, you know, so it will happen. And it does. And that's why I end up shocking people like, oh, I didn't see this coming. I, okay, I, I talked about, <laughs> I talk about that, 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 that little, you know, epiphany that I had today in my sofa and I messaged the, 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 um, the, the flyer designer. So that's kind of giving, you know, the audience a squeeze that something is coming, something's in the pipeline it's, and it's hot, you know? So it's, it's been said here first something's coming hot off the press very 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 (laughs) soon (laughs) very very soon (laughs) well we're gonna wrap up and um one of the things one of the things that um i hope uh, people have taken or will take from this podcast is you know never give up no don't go for what you go for what you know um, mm-hmm. you know, remove the noise, even though it may be there, remove the noise and most of all have confidence in yourself. Oh, okay. Definitely, definitely. And, and if all else um, prevails, remember love over war. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I want to thank you, MJ, for oh my god being I want to thank you, Natalie. Come on. <laughs> I'm I'm thanking you for having me, you know. I, I love the movement, Natalie, and you too, you know, you're, and I, I thank you for, you know, for this space. I thank you for being you and for the support, even though you always say, I'm your support in the background. No, you're in the, you're in the front seat. Don't worry. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I, I, I see you. And I know one day you will be at a Lalao event. I know you will. I look yes, forward to seeing you. Yes. You know, you know the, the world will, will allow it to happen. The yes. universe will allow it. I'm going to put it out there. The universe is going to allow it to happen. Definitely. That one day I I will see you at a love event and you know you can come back and say to your audience you remember when I had that interview I went and I had my experience (laughs) thank you so much for having me Natalie thank you and once again happy new year happy new year to you and to you and your family thank you thank I need it I need it thank you and to you thank you and take care All All right. right. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye.